Hi, and welcome to this edition of Along the Forest Apps Road podcast series. I'm Tim Ard. I'm going to bring to you this week a little discussion on rot and fire damaged trees regarding uh, felling and cutting. And so uh, we hope you pick up something from this. And if you have any questions, uh, please make sure that you leave them in comments or send a message to info at forestapps.com. And we'll be glad to get back to you and try to get you an answer. I want to kind of pass this along. Some information that I, I had uh, a question came up a few weeks ago regarding the difference between working on a green healthy tree and one that many sawyers have to deal with, a dead one. Or maybe it's rotted or there's fire damage to the trees. Some may be standing and others may be hung in other trees or just lying there to clean up after falling to the ground. This is an awesome question but a tough one to write about and illustrate in words. But during hands-on training, I can go over many situations or at least uh, address them with a similar tree in front of the class. Without having you in front of the tree to show and discuss, it's hard to just uh, describe and write about a, a technique and even harder for one to see with the mind's eye. I'll attempt to cover some of the more explainable things, however. Let me say this first to reemphasize my ever-important stand on the use of the hinge in felling and bucking. You must understand how a hinge should be considered or established in these discussed operations to see their effectiveness and safety. Sounds complicated? It is, unless you can first define it. The hinge is a predetermined section of wood that connects the stump to the falling trunk stem or a log or limb section to another. Predetermined means you have a clear thought in your mind as to how much hinge you want to leave attaching the two parts. You just don't simply cut, you plan it. The hinge dimension, as kind of a rule of thumb, is approximately 10% of the diameter in width and 80% of the diameter in length. The diameter is a measured cross-section of the tree or wood log section. This calculation gives you a very predictable place to start in establishing a successful controlling hinge. Now to our issues of burned or rotted trees. The planning process remains the same as with every tree to cut. Establish the five steps. The first, hazards. Second, leans. Third, escape. Fourth, hinge dimension, and five, how are we going to cut it? Selecting tools and kerfs, back to front or bore cut. I wish I could explain everything regarding what to look for in hazards and liens assessment, but it's probably best left for a class or video, and still you could not completely cover all the possibilities. Listing out all the possibilities may overwhelm some people. I still find sawyers, including myself, that forget important things sometimes to watch and plan for. To identify just a few of these obstacle and hazard considerations. Broken hanging limbs and tops, they're widow makers. Rotted or several burn tops or large limbs that may break loose. 
cracks or channels that have occurred in the trunk from stress or rot. Noticed splits, cracks, or wear areas in the trunk or limbs. Vines that attach to limbs or other adjacent treetops. Root systems that may be burned out, causing unstable lean potential. Obstacles, power lines, cables, structures, adjacent trees. Ground hazards and terrain issues. Odd shapes or missing fiber from rot or burn in the desired notch and hinge area. Chimney effect burns. Forest fire damage from the inside out on some burned trees. Fiber that is hard and dry from burn exposure. Fiber that's powdery, rotted, or just weak from rot. Be aware that rot or fire damage can cause a trunk or limb to be unstable several feet up. This can result in a tree folding back towards an operator when it begins to fall or strikes another obstacle. Face notches should be open for travel until the trunk is virtually parallel to the ground and should have no bypass or dutchman in the apex of the notch. These things can cause a shaking action to the trunk that can snap out tops or unstable limbs. Regarding initial techniques used to cut the tree or log, after your plan is established, burned or rotted fiber is usually found in the tree in a couple scenarios. On burned or rotted surfaces of the tree, the outside wood needed for a hinge may be soft or offer little or no usable hinge material. Other trees may be hollow, limiting the placement depth of the hinge into the tree. With either of these scenarios, the sawyer must look at the available wood or the lack of and make sure there is enough for a sufficient hinge to be established. A hinge may be sectioned or open in the middle, similar to hinges of a tall door, however, and still offer steering control and safety. On larger trees, especially two hinges can be formed, one at each side of the notch. If the tree is hollow and the notch extends back into the hollow, the two hinges located on the sides will still be successful to direct and support a tree as long as there is not too much side lean. Hollow trees, if you can establish a working hinge in the good fiber, only means you have less to cut. Trees with rot in the hinge area, rotted or unstable fiber, cannot be felled from the ground with, with complete confidence and control without hinge control. Without hinge control, safety is a questionable issue. If a tree has lean in a favorable direction, you may be able to notch and back or bore cut to fall the tree safely. If the plan information has obstacles or hazard situations that can affect the fall, you must decide to leave the tree. It will have to be taken down from the top by bucket, crane, or climber that can suspend from another adjacent tree or structure. If the tree base is unstable, it's not safe to support a climber either. Leaving a tree in the woods you can't safely plan to cut means you have to mark off the area. At least the height of the tree, or as is usually suggested, two tree-link heights so no one enters that area. 
in a residential area, mark the area well, especially any walkways until the tree can be removed. Don't leave a situation for another unsuspecting person or animal to enter the zone and be surprised by the tree falling on them. The commonly used definition of a hazardous tree is one with a target. If the tree shows any signs of instability and there's a chance of people or property damage, it's a hazard tree. Stabilize it or remove it as soon as possible. Practice your saw cuts and become proficient in making notches and hinges on practice blocks or stumps before ever attempting to work on a rotted or burned situation. Your chainsaw must be sharp and, in effect, perfect running order. Read your owner's manual and be familiar with its content. Wear your PPE, and if you are not comfortable with the plan you are able to devise, call someone who is. So thanks for dropping by. I wish you good sawing. And please drop back by uh, next podcast episode. And please subscribe so that we can let you know when these things are available. And please pass along to friends and relatives so that uh, they can understand, too, the importance of chainsaw operation safety. So this is Tim Ard wishing you good sawing. And we'll talk to you again along the Forest Apps Road.